welcome to the Yoga Teacher Circle podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, yoga teacher. You are needed now more than ever, and your unique voice, message, and offering needs to be shared with the world. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things related to teaching yoga to help you thrive doing what you love most, teaching yoga. So let's dive in. This topic is really important for all yoga teachers to understand and to have awareness around, and that is the art of observation, reading the room, and your students' energy. So as yoga teachers, it's our responsibility to create a safe, nurturing environment as we guide, as we encourage our students to explore, to become curious about their body, and really to connect to themselves in a deeper way using yoga, using mindfulness, using pranayama, using all of these yogic philosophies and techniques to connect to themselves. So understanding how to observe your students, how to read the room, a collective group energy or your private client's energy will help you to teach to what is genuinely needed in that moment and to honor the needs of your students that day and in that moment, which is always fluctuating you really do have the opportunity of creating a unique experience for your students. Teaching is really both an art and a science and learning to customize your teaching is a skill that will serve you well and in the long run. Think back to a time that you've been a student in a yoga class and you most likely have experienced the difference between a teacher who simply walks around and giving instructions versus a teacher who is really watching and observing your practice and truly sees you on the mat, sees your body, your energy, and really understands what your needs are that day and in that moment. So they'll shift their words, they'll shift their sequence, their offerings, use of props or not, to reflect to what they see in the room rather than teaching on autopilot. So building this observation eye, I like to call it the observation eye, really does take time. It takes practice. It takes trust, trusting yourself and understanding what it is to look for and to be aware of, along with educating yourself on humans, really. So teaching yoga is all about understanding humans, human behavior. And there are a ton of different kinds of humans in the world. It's awesome. It's beautiful. So where we want to learn about human behavior, we want to understand the nervous system. We want to understand how stress, anxiety, and depression affects people. We want to understand how food affects people. So all of these things factor into someone's energy and how they show up that day on the mat. So we can really gather a ton of information from a person's energy, from their mood, from their posture, from their movement patterns and really their overall body language. And then we can use that information in the course of the practice of the class we're teaching to really guide us as we teach. I know that this can be kind of an overwhelming topic. And when I teach my 200 hour YTTs, this is a really important conversation that is woven throughout the entire program. But really it all comes down to once you start teaching, once you understand what you're looking for, that's how this grows. 
And only having this conversation before you're actually out in the world teaching real people, it can be kind of overwhelming because you might think to yourself, well, how am I going to know what to do in the moment and allow it to flow out of me organically? So it is really important that you do genuinely use this information as you teach. What are you looking for? The whole goal, right, is to help our students or our clients move towards a state of balance and self-awareness. So if we're giving our students something that's not necessarily appropriate or right for that time, that day, their body, their energy, that might move them out of balance even more. And that's not our goal. Our goal is to come back to balance, back to center. So we're always asking ourselves as teachers, how can I invite more balance into my students, into my clients? What tools can I offer? A common thing for many yoga teachers, and there's really no judgment because sometimes it just simply comes down to being educated around this topic and conversation and having practice teaching. That's how you develop and grow it. So there's no judgment, but something that's really common is to teach a pre-existing class plan without considering the needs of the group or private client. And again, I come back to there are necessary times as a new teacher in the beginning, you're really just learning how to teach yoga. You're learning how to sequence. You're learning how to cue. You're learning about alignment. So you have all these different things in your head that you're really just trying to remember how and what to do as a new teacher. Don't expect yourself to just all of a sudden understand and know how to observe all these different bodies and energies and adapt organically in that moment. So it really does come down to practice also and getting out there and teaching. Reading the room and the needs of the group really means you'll need to be flexible and trust yourself, flexible with your plan with your idea that you think that you're gonna go in and teach and then you realize and you notice, wow, this is gonna be totally different than what I had planned. So this comes down to building a really strong sense of trust with yourself, this connection of trusting your intuition and being okay with altering, with adapting and changing your class in the moment to fit the energy and the needs of the group or your private client. So some things to look for, even before you start teaching your movement part of the class, before you start the actual yoga class, some things that you can start to look for and observe in your students right as they walk into your room are things like their posture. So posture is a big one because if we're thinking about it, if someone comes in really hunched over and they're kind of like this. If you're here with me on the live video, you can see I'm hunched forward. If you're listening to the podcast, you can imagine it. This right here is a defense mechanism to protect their themselves. So they're folding forward into themselves. This is more of a motion of I'm protecting myself, my heart. There might have been a lot of trauma here, heartbreak, low self-esteem, low self-confidence. So that right there, if I see this kind of posture come into class, that tells me something. So there's also walking pattern. How is someone's movement patterns? How are they moving? Are they moving like gracefully? Do they seem connected to their body? Do they look uncomfortable? You can see, you can, you can, if you're looking, you can actually see someone's tension. You can notice the position if they're sitting. 
their breathing pattern, their overall energy, their mood, their ability to focus. So if you have the chance to talk with them, what they're sharing with you is something to really look at. How are they showing up? What are they talking about? Are they talking about how hard their day's been, how stressed they are? Are they talking about how good they feel? So all of that is information that tells you something. And then once you begin the practice, so that's all before. Once you begin the practice, you begin your class, you can start observing their ability to be still, their breathing pattern during the centering. Can they connect to their breath easily? Do you notice if it's hard for them? Um, Again, we're looking at movement patterns, range of motion, understanding of alignment and poses. Do they have a general sense of, of their body? If you're cueing something about their hands, are they able to implement that and integrate it? So that goes into general body awareness. Breath during the movements. Are they looking all around the room or are they staying focused and centered on themselves? So again, that all tells you information. So maybe you were planning a vigorous advanced flow. You had this idea, this plan, this sequence, and you come in and you're like, I'm going to teach this really fiery flow class. It's going to be awesome. We're going to do a lot of core, a lot of arm balancing, but you show up and several of your students show up that are older or injured or everyone is exhausted and depleted. If you force them from this direction of being so tired, they don't have any energy at all, and you just try to take them right into this super high energy practice, it might not be the right fit. So this would be a time to make it more gentle, make it more slow, longer holds, and possibly use more props. This could also look like, say your your idea was to do these arm balances, more fire, maybe the first half of the class, you ease them in. So we always wanna meet our students where they're at, and then we give them what they need. So meet them where they're at, ease them in slowly, and then maybe towards the end, you drip in a little bit of fire, maybe it's not as much as you had planned. So another example would be, would look like if you're planning a slow, gentle flow, and everyone shows up hyped up, high energy, they're anxious, they're, they're just, they're living in this like high energy state. You can tell their eyes are darting all around the room and they're fidgeting, they're, they're really antsy. You have them in their first posture and they're just like, I cannot be still. What will this tell you? Well, this tells you that you need to meet them where they're at. So you'd want to begin class with more high energy movements and less longer holds. So they can move their energy up and out and get rid of all that antsy energy before holding postures and before moving slowly. Be mindful of easing them in by giving them what they want and then guiding them into what they need. So that's another really good example. Hey, yoga teacher. So we all know it's been a really chaotic, crazy, and challenging time for everyone. And the world needs you now more than ever. I'd love for you to join me in my upcoming online trauma-informed yoga teacher training, February 20th and 21st. I believe every yoga teacher should have an understanding of trauma and how it impacts the mind and body. Every single person 
has experienced some form of trauma in their life, which means your students show up to yoga knowingly or unknowingly with trauma, PTSD, and chronic stress. Understanding how to teach yoga with a trauma-informed lens can only help you better serve your students, your clients, and your community. This training is held online, which means you can join in from anywhere in the world from the comfort of your own home. Register and secure your spot on my website at taylorrayyoga.com. Now, back to the episode. Of course, this is a skill that really does build over time from teaching and from getting to know different people, different energies, different bodies, and really observing human behavior. That's like one of my favorite parts of being a yoga teacher is we get to learn about humans. We learn about all the different kinds of humans and we just understand people. It's awesome. And something else that I want to talk about that really did help me grow in this area specifically and help me open up my mind to really understanding people, how to observe, how to adapt and read the room was learning about trauma learning about trauma-informed yoga, which I've been studying for years and I've taken a lot of different trainings that have helped give me so many tools to use to be able to observe, to shift and adapt as needed in the moment. One of my teachers, one of my favorite yoga teachers who I've studied trauma with and trauma-informed yoga, she always says this, trauma-informed yoga is people-informed yoga. Trauma-informed yoga is people-informed yoga. And when we think of being trauma-informed as being people-informed, we look at all the different um, impacts that trauma and stress has on individuals and how it shows up differently for everyone. Two people can experience the same exact trauma, the same exact experience, but they're going to be impacted completely differently. One person can walk away feeling totally fine, not affected. The other one suffers from PTSD. So understanding trauma really helps you to understand all of the different people who do show up to your classes. And it invites you to consciously create an accessible, safe, and inclusive space for every body. Every single person has experienced some form of trauma in their life, everyone. And we really are shaped by life's challenges and the impact of these challenges. So your students and clients are showing up to your class carrying trauma in their bodies, in their minds, whether that shows up as anxiety, depression, chronic stress, injuries, physical pain, PTSD, illness, and anything in between. So trauma can be the cause of physical pain and illness. It shows up, it manifests itself as dis-ease, disease. Yoga invites us to notice sensations, to notice breath, and to understand our bodies, to understand who we are, to understand how to even connect to our sensation, our feelings, our emotions. When we step onto the yoga mat and we move and we breathe consciously, we are invited to tune in. And this can be really uncomfortable for most people. And most people have managed to avoid this. This is exactly what people are avoiding is feeling. So they're running to distraction. They're they're trying not to feel. So like I said, for many people, this is extremely uncomfortable and can trigger students into an emotional response. 
So this is a good thing. This is the yoga working. Moving through this, this experience, through these feelings, through these emotions in a safe space is really part of the healing process. So learning about trauma and the different nervous system responses can help you understand what to teach and what to offer your students because you'll know what to look for right away as a yoga teacher and a space holder, as a facilitator. So it's really important, again, as yoga teachers to understand how trauma shows up in ourselves and in our students. Because like I said earlier, every single person will show up carrying their own trauma. So it's important as a teacher to understand what it looks like, what to look for, and what things might trigger them, how to help them. And really, ultimately, our goal as a yoga teacher is to offer tools to self-regulate and to resource into the present moment using yoga, using breath, using mindfulness, using somatic-based practices. Soma, somatic, is body. So just different body movements and practices. Yoga can be the perfect setting to introduce resourcing and the interrupting of traumatic patterns. And for a lot of people, yoga is the first introduction into the world of healing, into the world of movement, into the world of connecting to themselves in a deeper way. So it's awesome. We get to be the, the person that is a guide for someone's first experience into themselves. Yoga invites people to feel their bodies. So for someone experiencing active trauma, this most likely won't be pleasant and can be really triggering. So they might not feel safe in their bodies. And like I said earlier, they, they most likely have spent a really great deal of their life figuring out how to get out of their bodies as a defense against um, uncomfortable, intolerable sensations and emotions. So for some, yoga and meditation can be really overwhelming and can really trigger a traumatic response. And since yoga is an energy activation practice, through yoga you are activating energy in the body and mind. So yoga taught with the idea of resourcing. Resourcing is just really using different tools and practices to learn how to navigate and move through discomfort to become present. So using different resourcing practices can shift this overwhelm and safely guide someone back into their body in a positive healing way. So I can continue. I could keep going and keep talking about trauma, about how to read students, read energy. This is this is what I love. I love talking about this more than I love talking about anatomy, right? So I'm more about the energetics. I love learning about different people and minds and bodies and how people are showing up in their bodies, which is why I'm so stoked about my upcoming trauma-informed yoga teacher training, which is held online. It's next month. It's February 20th and 21st. And in that training, I'm going to be sharing with you a ton of different tools and practices that help you in this topic and conversation that you can take as a yoga teacher to help you grow your awareness, to grow your observation eye, and your skills to read people, to read energy, to read bodies, the collective group energy, nervous systems, and really just learning how to shift 
pivot, adapt, and teach to what is proper for that person in that specific moment and for that group in that specific moment on that specific day because it always fluctuates. So not only will I cover this in the training, but of course, we're going to dive much deeper into trauma, different trauma symptoms, somatic and mindfulness practices to self-regulate, to ground, to resource in the present moment, which again is only going to help you help your students and show up and teach organically, authentically in that moment. So we'll also cover language, verbal cues, sequencing, sharing yoga with sensitive populations or your general public classes. Oh my gosh, we do so much in this training. That's awesome. Again, it's going to be online February 20th and 21st. So if you are interested in learning more and joining me, you can sign up on my website. That's taylorrayyoga.com. And if you're interested in just understanding trauma more and how this can help you as a teacher and you haven't listened to my podcast episode, definitely go back to episode six on the Yoga Teacher Circle podcast because I go so much deeper than I had the opportunity to today. So yeah, I appreciate all of you so, so much for being here and joining this conversation with me. I have a huge favor to ask you. If you're enjoying these Facebook Lives, this podcast, you're learning, you're getting something from it, and you are, you have the opportunity to use Apple or iTunes, I would so appreciate if you took a moment, you went and you rated and reviewed the podcast to help other yoga teachers find it, grow, and learn. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'd love to stay connected with you in between episodes. You can find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Ray Yoga and join the free private Yoga Teacher Circle Facebook group, which is full of some pretty awesome and badass yoga teachers. 